And we're back. We are back again. How about that? Here we are. It is a total opposite day than the last time we sat down and we recorded. It's a little toasty in here right now. It's warm. Last time we recorded, it was cold and rainy. Perfect day for hot tea. That was when I taught you how to make hot tea. I learned how to make hot tea about a week ago. A week ago. Today, total opposite. It's sunny. Yep. It's somewhat warm outside. Yep. Looking out the window, there was some baseball and softball going on. Both teams in action today. That's right. That's a good thing. Uh, But uh, where we're recording in my classroom, for you guys that didn't know that or see the Instagram, follow the Instagram, uh, power was out, in and out yesterday uh, at the school. And um, typically I like to sit in my classroom about 67, 68 degrees and, and just set it there. Just cold. I like it's it cold. usually pretty chilly. Students yep. come in here and, and they complain about it being cold. And um, and that's okay. That's that's fine. You know, I'd rather wear a sweatshirt than I would, you know, I don't know, just be suffering. Hey, hey cold classroom keeps the students awake. It keeps them awake. That's what I but mean. at the same time, it's perfect for sleeping because that's how I sleep. True. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's a little toasty. So uh, we're not sipping on hot tea today. Uh, but here we are. Hey, we're rocking some new shoes. We're rocking we some new shoes. Yeah. Jay, to, tell us about that. We went went in earlier today. I I told you about Allbirds. Yes. Uh, if you have not heard of Allbirds before, they are awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're not getting anything for this. We just, no. This is just, actually just what are, happened. They yeah. are awesome shoes. Earlier today, I was like, hey, um, we take an eighth grade class trip next week to DC. Yep. Going to be a ton of walking. That'd be awesome. I my walking shoes right now are pretty worn down. The last pair I had were Allbirds. Yep. I loved them. Whenever you find the perfect walking shoe, it's great. Like, there are a few things better than that. Uh, Allbirds, they fit great. They held up really well. So I was like, I need to go get another pair. And then you tried, you literally tried them on and you were like. I tried them on and I, I, I left the store with not one pair, but two pair. Two pair of shoes. Didn't even plan on it. Uh, but that, that just shows you guys something that I enjoy. I love, I've actually had conversations with students about this. My family knows it. Shoes are, are my weak spot. Uh, the shoes that I bought today, they, they look similar. They're not much different. And, and I, I left with both. Um, I just, I had to. That's just something I like. And Jay, you introduced me to probably my new, one of my new favorite uh, brands of shoe, Allbirds. So comfortable. Very, they very are comfortable. Awesome. We're rocking them right now. I'm rocking mine. Jay's rocking his. Um, hey, you look good. good. I, since I look you, good. You look good. I what feel good. You feel good. You feel good. We're about to play real, real We're good. about to play good. We hope so. We hope so. We'll Hopefully see. you guys think the same. Uh, well, hey. Uh, we're excited for this episode. We're, we're titling it Creating Healthy Habits or Healthy In-Season Habits. Uh, Jay is going to talk about a lot of what his college experience, just where we've been in our careers. Um, well, Jay had more of a career than I did. Mine, mine ended after high school. Um, but I've, I've been around the game. Uh, but we just want to talk to you guys about some things that are near and dear to our hearts. Uh, with in-season, our middle school baseball season just started. We've had some time off after middle school football season. Uh, so we want to just kind of gather our thoughts and share them with you about uh, creating healthy in-season habits for you guys that might be interested. Uh, but first, before we get there, we've got some fun talk. Uh, NBA action, actually. Something that you maybe didn't anticipate we talk, talked about very often. N- uh, NBA yeah. action. Before we get there, though, yeah, I've got another me. apology Uh-oh. to make. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I didn't second, know this Second time we've this done this before. Uh, last time we were like, "Hey, it's a dead time in sports." We no. talked about XFL and uh, college basketball. Uh-oh. I got a text from my friend Ryan, and he was like, "How can you? It's like the craziest NHL deadline in history." Oh, and you guys talk XFL and college basketball and don't even mention it. Mm. And it's honestly because 
I have I have zero idea what's going on I, in, I, in I, the NHL. I have no idea. I have a screen pulled up breaking down all of the trades from this year in the NHL. I don't know how to pronounce any of these names. Yeah. I know Patrick Kane got got uh, traded. Is he the guy that used to play for the is, is the Blackhawks? Yep. Is that a, is that a yep. hockey team? 88. Yep, they're a hockey team. I actually hey, used I didn't to even watch, know that. I used to watch the Blackhawks. Uh, they won two or three Stanley Cups okay. kind of whenever I was growing up. My dad would have them on TV, so I would watch them. Okay. Uh, but So Patrick Kane's kind of been one of their main sure. guys for a long time. I know gone. he got traded. I figured if he did, it was probably a pretty big deal. Sure. Looking at this screen that's going through all the trades, there's a ton of them. I just I don't know any of these people. Yeah. Now now that I think about it, one of my students mentioned or two of my students mentioned that the the Preds did something, and I was like, I you know I have no idea what you're talking about. They're like, oh, I think we hired or something, and I I don't even know what they're talking about. See, I don't even remember. Here, here it is. it says March third. It says that was. Was that yesterday? It says uh, Predators acquire Esplund from Sabres. Yeah, I don't. I don't know whoever that guy is. I hope the Predators. The Sabres. Where are they from? What Buffalo? I think. Is that Saber? No, you're thinking about the company from. No, that's the mascot. The oh, Sabres. I know, but it makes me think about the Dunder office. Mifflin. You remember that? Yeah, you're thinking about the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan's also a big office fan, okay, so maybe he'll appreciate where, where some office that. and some NHL. So anyway. Uh, Ryan, there's there's your NHL talk. Yeah, that's I, all your. Well, should, I, should we say that? Is that all he's gonna get? Yeah, we're not yeah, gonna I talk th- much I th- NHL. We probably won't. I can't pronounce like all these names. I would I make can't. myself a fool if I tried to talk NHL. Yeah, I don't know anything. But, I know that we play in Bridgestone Arena. Yeah, that's right. That's the Preds, about it. The Preds play in Bridgestone Arena. There's three periods of 20 minutes, and there's an intermission between all. Yep. Their colors are gold and navy. And probably white. The games are fun to go to. I will say okay. hockey game, they are fun to go to. Have you been to a Preds game? Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're they're fun. They're fun to go to. I just don't know what's going on. I can track with the game, but just the stuff that I care about outside of the game. I say I track with the game. For the most part, I track with the game. Like, I know when a goal yeah. scored. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I and, hope. and I know that, like, I know the mission of the game, but – Outside of that, like I don't know the stats, I don't know the data, I don't know the ins and outs of hockey, and and honestly, I I don't really care. Here's what I will say about <laughs> hockey, though: it's cool that they're allowed to fight on the ice. It is that's, like, that's kind of fun yeah. to watch. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So anyway, there yeah. uh, there's our NHL talk. Apparently, a lot of trades happened in the NHL. One oh, of them was them. Patrick Kane getting traded from the Blackhawks, kind of in the end of an era there. Well, good. Well, there's your hockey talk. Uh, your only hockey talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't anticipate talking about that again, ever. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> I guess you don't. You know, it's funny. Uh, yeah. It's very funny. Uh, but hey, let's talk about something that we also don't really care about, but something that's more important than the NHL. Uh, I think that's. Can we agree on that? I think so. Uh, I NBA, think so. the NBA. Uh, let me just make a quick hot. Uh, just something. I'll throw this out there. Uh, kind of a hot take, but also maybe not so hot. Uh, tell me your thoughts on this. I think the NBA would be the easiest sport to become a professional at. I 100% agree. Okay. 100% agree. I'm not saying that I would be good. I'm not saying me, but in terms of being able to hit a shot, I can hit a three-pointer. You can hit a three-pointer. Maybe not with somebody in our face. Okay. I'll give you that. But I think I could hit a shot and score points way better than I could 
I don't know, play tennis, play golf, hit a hundred mile per hour fastball. Yeah. What no tackle somebody. I one hundred percent agree with that. I think if you if we take Parker Parker Mo if we take you right now and put yeah. you on the Chicago Bulls, yeah, and you were on the end of the bench, the Bulls are getting beat by thirty five at the end of the game. Yeah. I think you could go in and get an uncontested three pointer. I think I could it, go and make draw, it. I draw could, a foul and make could, a free throw. For sure. I'd get swatted. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, I'm only five nine and a half. Yeah. But I think I could hit a shot. Yeah. Whereas opposed to the MLB, like You're I don't I don't neither one of us could touch a Jacob deGrom no. glove side fastball. No. <laughs> Dude, I was hitting off the machine last night at our practice. It, you know, what was it, 70, 75, maybe that. Yeah. And and I hadn't swung a bat really live in five years since high school. And and now I will say I'll just I'll give myself credit I smoked a few okay I felt good I saw them yeah. but a lot of them I whiffed I whiffed and it was I like saw seventy a couple of those too <laughs> <laughs> now imagine a hundred hundred gloves I yeah. you know yeah Dude, that's I, fair. again not saying that the not we're not saying either could, one of us you can't could hit play in the in, in the NBA that's not what we're saying but no. if you take all of the professional sports yeah you're not doing it. Our likelihood to score in the NBA might be the highest out of all of them. I'm Maybe not, that's a debate we have one episode or Maybe something. we do that in more depth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good. I like that. But to start, we'll start with that, with the NBA. Uh, but in terms of the NBA, KD, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James. A couple big milestones in the last, what, couple? Well, KD was yesterday? I think KD yesterday was yesterday. Day he before, moved, yeah. moved to number 13th all time on the scoring list, okay. passed out, uh, Oscar Robinson, and yeah. then a, a couple of weeks ago, LeBron became yeah. the number all-time, one. yeah, number one leading scorer in the league. Yeah, uh, a couple of big milestones, and those are really the two probably biggest names yeah. in the game right now. So let's just kind of go through as far as active players go, like players who are in the league right now. Yeah, no, nobody yeah. that's retired. Where do active players right now? Yeah, rank kind of as far as all-time players sure. go. Sure. Uh, I, I think you – now, I, I, I will say this. I've got a cheat sheet in front of me, okay? But I'm just going to kind of go off my head real quick. I think you have to go Giannis. He's up there, easily one of the best. Um, this is also non-biased, but also maybe biased. But Luka Doncic, I think he's one of the best. He's a scorer. All he's around. a rebounder. All yep. around. He's, he's probably the – like he's the triple-double uh, the, uh, the triple double threat right now. It used yep. to be Russ <laughs> Westbrook. Uh, now that is not the case. Um, I think Jason Tatum is really, really good. Um, man, who am I? I'm missing so many. See, this tells you my exposure to NBA is also not very high. Nikola uh, Jokic. Yes, Jokic. Jokic, I He's believe a big triple-double yeah. triple yeah, threat right. every night. He him can do and, it all. Him and Doncic are really yeah. kind of the two that yeah. could any night yeah. get a triple-double. Yeah, I mean, the best three-point shooter of all time, without a doubt, is Steph Curry. He'll go down as the the best. I think. What best do you think? shooter of all time? Yes. I don't know. I yes. I don't I'm not looking at any stats right now. I'm just I'm probably biased cuz I'm just not a big Steph Steph yeah. Curry fan. Like I yeah. That's fine. honestly whenever I see the Warriors on T- TV, yeah, like I really want them to get beat. Yeah. Uh but he is probably the be- if not the best shooter of all time. Yeah. He w- he's definitely in the conversation with like Larry Bird. And those types of yeah. shooters, Ray Allen. I think he's. I think yeah, he Ray beat Allen. Ray Allen's record for many threes in a in a in in a career. Maybe I think. See, so. I don't even Your remember career. that. I think it might have been yeah. career. Uh, Ray Allen was great, uh, but I think Steph Curry definitely the best three point shooter, um, or it's just best shooter ever. Um, 
Here's another shooter that I like. Watched him at Kentucky. Enjoy watching him play. Devin Booker. I think he's one of the best young stars of the game. But I think more than that, he's one of the better players just in the league. Um, and then another one that comes to the top of my head, too, is, is John Morant. He's yep. fun to watch. Um, Memphis, playing in the state of Tennessee. Um, I think he's a fun player. He's got <laughs> – man, he can do it all, too. He can shoot, but he, he can drive just with a lot of energy. He can get up, too, make a make a highlight real play. So, uh, I'd say maybe not necessarily in that order, but those are the guys that come to my head that are the best right yeah. now. Yeah, I think the best player in the league right now, in my opinion, is Giannis. Like he is Easily. Just, he's a monster. I think seeing – it's going to be interesting to watch his career progress. Like he he's absolutely dominant right now. I'd be really curious to see what his career looks looks like, like all the stats and everything. Yeah. Ten years from now. Yeah. Like, what are his numbers gonna look like? Yeah. Because right it now he be is just, he is dominant, and yeah. you watch. They call him the Greek freak, and you watch him yeah. play, and he's like an absolute freak. He can just. It's not fair. I think he is the best current player right now. I think the two current players that are kind of in that all time consideration. Steph Curry, you said, yeah, best all-time shooter. I'd agree. I'd put him up there with the best shooters of all time. Okay, not the best players of all time. Sure. Yeah, okay, that's. Good. I think that's fair. Uh, Very LeBron fair. is definitely in the conversation. Has to be for one of the best of all time. That's a debate for another show. Yeah. MJ versus yeah, LeBron. I know what side I'm on, but uh, a lot of debate can happen there. I also think Kevin Durant yeah. is pr- is Didn't probably should have in one of those like as far as all time goes yeah he's probably in the in the conversation of being like top 10 greatest players of all time yeah um another current player right now and you mentioned him that is an absolute beast is ja he's just fun like he is he's fun to watch um kind of reminds me in a way like i mentioned derrick rose was one of my favorite players yeah. just an explosive young point Very guard similar you can see a little bit of Derrick Rose and John Morant in that way I agree he's another one like he's I think he might be the the second or third best player right like currently in the league yeah Giannis uh, Giannis and then I think Doncic Luke is, is so good Luke is so he good is so good and then John Morant he's one kind of like Giannis I'm curious to see how his career turns out yeah because he he plays with just a lot of energy, a ton of athleticism. We saw how it ended up, you know, unfortunate for Derrick Rose, ended up in a in some injuries and a lot of them <laughs> threw his threw his career off yeah. the trajectory it was on. So I'll be curious to see how Morant's yeah. uh, career turns out. But yeah. I think we can both agree, um, probably LeBron for sure and K D as far as current players that will that will go down as just all-time greats. They will be. Now, LeBron will probably um, – I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm not saying I disagree with this. But he'll go down as, what, top two of ever. You know, just yeah. how long he's played, the fitness that he's played with, uh, the way that he can keep his body the way he is. And he's, what, how old is he, 36, 7, Who, LeBron? Yeah, I think he's like 38 or 39. Maybe. Yeah, he's, he's, he's up, up there. He's getting up there for uh, sure. KD is – I want to say 36, maybe two. So those two guys, just the way that they've been able to play for a long time. Uh, but then again, to echo what you said, Luca. I mentioned his name earlier, but Luca right now can do it all. I mean, he can shoot, he can drive, he can just make the special shot, make the pass. I love hit, watching him play. He's yeah. one of those players that plays free and play, lo- plays loved, I think. 
yeah, think he, he plays does. knowing just, man, the freedom that's – like basketball's fun. It's supposed to be yeah. fun. Uh, and I think he, he sees it that way. Uh, so it's, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, but that's that's about all I know about NBA as well. I don't know much about the NBA. I think the Mavericks are sitting at like 32 and 30 or 33 and 31 or whatever it is. And I don't know if that's necessarily good or bad. It sounds bad, yeah. but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where they're at. I know the Bulls have had a very disappointing season. Yeah. They've got DeRozan and Levine. Yeah. Both good, good players. Good combo last year. Uh, they got off to a super – they were like the t- – number one seed in the east for a while last year sure and then lonzo ball got hurt he's still sure. hurt yeah and they're like maybe seven or eight games below 500 right yeah. now so not great yeah. yeah um so we'll see what happens with them they definitely don't have any of the players on this list <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably not <laughs> that's fine that's all right uh well hey let's let's transition here uh jade i want you to you know kind of lead this one here today uh just Talk about your experiences and, you know, I'll, I'll chirp in as well, obviously. Uh, but just want to hear, you know, what does it look like? What does it mean um, to be creating healthy in-season habits, what we've called the episode, title of the episode? Um, what, what does that even mean in the first place? Why is this important? Why are we talking about it? Uh, what's the purpose behind, you know, we said we want to have purpose behind each episode. Um, you know, hopefully they y'all leave with something taken away. Um but just why, why this episode? You know, why are, we, why are we talking about this? Yeah, I think it's a super important topic to talk about because it's real. And I think it almost, it takes the conversation to address it and make it real. Um, sure. whenever, whenever a season starts, like right now, our season, or it was supposed to start last week. Yeah. We were supposed to play last week. I love that TK said in our group message, uh, the weather didn't realize that's it was, good. It was the opening day, uh, opening week of baseball, but it was. We were supposed to start our baseball season last week. And whenever we returned from uh, D.C. in spring break, like we were going to hit the ground running. Yep. And we've got nine games in 11 days right. coming out nine of that 11. break. Yep. Like it's it's going to be a grind. And the, the thing is, like whenever you enter a season, like right now we're entering a season coaching. And there's a lot of games and a lot of day-to-day. I remember just being in season whenever I was playing at Treveca, too, in college. Yeah. There's a ton of just day-to-day stuff. Even if you're not playing, like, you know, in college, it's like you're you're at class all day. And then instead of just going to practice, like, you have practice, and then you might have a midweek game. Yeah. And then your weekends, you know, you're playing four-game series against a team in two days, you know, two, right two back to back double headers and it just gets busy. Yeah. And whenever it gets busy, it is so hard to, it, it becomes more difficult to make sure that you're being intentional yeah. about setting time aside for sure, for your quiet time, setting time aside to be just with those that you love, um, and everything else. So I think it's important that we sit down and we have a conversation of what does it look like, like whenever you enter a season, yeah. whether you're coaching, whether you're playing, or whether whether it's not sports at all, if you're in a busy season at right work on. right now, like what does it look like yep. to create healthy habits, yep. to create healthy rhythms? Um, and I just want all the listeners to know too, like we're talking about this. I'm definitely not perfect no. at it. This is something, that, right this is something yeah. that I struggle with whenever we get into a season to really – sit down and and make time to do um it's tough man it's it's really tough but i think the why 
Like yeah. if we get to why we are talking about it, it comes down to busyness. It does. Like whenever you are in a season, it comes down to the word yeah. busyness. Yeah. It, it, it's so easy now just in today's, you know, I say culture, but just today's world, wherever you live, um, <laughs> to be busy. It's almost uh, a negative when your calendar's not full or it's a, a negative when uh, the things that you had on your planner, I, I write my things on my planner, I'm a, I'm a writer, um, and they're not checked off. You know, uh, you, you, you find that value or that worthiness once what you're busy, once you're doing something, hey, I'm, you know, are you available here? Yeah, I can do that. Hey, can you come do this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can you do, you know, it's just always a yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's so hard to do that. But busyness, it just, it kills us. Um, busyness is a really, really hard thing. Um, and yet, you know, I don't know, we, we struggle with it. And I think we know we struggle with it, but we don't know what to do about it. Um, but, you know, and again, echoing what you said, you know, we're going to walk through a few practices that we've learned. And these are the things that have worked for you and I. Uh, these aren't going to be perfect for everybody listening. Uh, but the things that we talk about, hey, what are we doing? How, you know, how do we do that? How do we set time aside for that? What, what do we want to set time aside? Not saying that we're doing it perfectly, but these are the things that have worked for you and I yep. during the busy seasons. Uh, like you said, we just entered one. Uh, these are the things that I need to practice because I'll be honest with you, this past week, I didn't really set this time aside. And on Thursday after school, I went and napped for two and a half hours and then got up and went to practice yep. because I just, I was so tired and I hadn't really done much that week. Um, just in terms of it was a, it was a more, you know, calm week at school, but just when I'm not setting that specific time aside to find that stillness, uh, I, I really feel it later. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. Um, and I was in the same place last week. Yeah. We talked about we talked it. about this. We got yeah. to practice, and we were both like, "Oh yeah, I came, went home, and took a nap, nap and then and then showed up here." And yeah. that's what happens in seasons like this when we get busy. And I was reading a book not too long ago that talked about this. Yeah. It talked about how whenever, like, it happens so often now that whenever we we go up to somebody and we're like, "Hey man, how are you?" The answer is. Oh, just busy. Yeah. I mean, I'm just busy. It's normalized. Or you, or you go ask someone at work or one of your friends, hey, what's going on? Oh, we're just busy. We came from this. Now we're going to that. Yeah. It's normalized. Yeah. And it's almost like you say busyness, like it's in a way a, a badge of honor almost. Like, it's a hey, win. Hey, it's a win. Like I have this to go to. Yeah. And I have this that I'm coming from. And it's a tough line to walk. I think sometimes uh, whenever we're busy – it gives us the illusion that we get purpose from that. Yeah. Like I am purposeful because I'm busy because I have things to go to Yeah. when that is not the case at all. Yeah. Right. Our, the, our purpose does not depend on how busy we are or the amount of things that we have to go to. Right. It depends on like Christ's love for us, our, well, our identity yeah. in him. That's you've, what it you've depends nailed it on. on the head. You, you just made me think about our episode last week. Yeah, you that's know, what made it we're, come to We're mind. noticing these themes also just in our episodes. We're going to be building, I think, oftentimes off of the last episode. And one thing that makes me think about it is like you, you mentioned worthiness and purpose and whatever. We're not going to find that in our schedule or in our business, how easy it is to do that, though. Uh, hey, you and I have practiced, what, three times this week, four times this week? Maybe, it was, I don't even remember, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it's like, man, after we taught, you know, I don't know, 10 hours at school or eight hours at school. Uh, and then you go practice for two hours and you're just like, well, it's been a 12 to 13 hour day. Like I've done well. It's awesome. Hey, yeah. uh, I find, you know, I did awesome today, whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're not going to find our worth or our, um, performance and success and whatever in, in doing that. Uh, 
but in the performance and the success of Christ on the cross, you yeah. know, uh, it points back to that. That's the gospel, finding that that rest there. Um, I know we're going to talk a little bit about rest today and how important it is. Um, but man, it just makes me think about it. like that's the beauty of the gospel: the fact yeah. that we can find that rest, and it's not in my performance, not in my success, it's not in my business, yeah. it's not in what I do, it's not in what you do. Um, it's in what Christ has already done. So it just goes back. Yeah. It's all related to the gospel. See, we're, we're relating these sports and the gospel, the intersection of the two. And for you and I, you know, we fail at this. We really want to find that intersection. We really want to find yeah. how the two connect. And this is how it connects. Yeah. Christ has already done the work. Exactly. Know? And that flows really perfectly into one of the main verses that we're going to be using today, coming from Matthew uh, chapter 11, verse 28, a verse probably many are familiar with, just says, come to me all uh, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Hmm. And in a season of busyness, what are we really kind We're of searching for? for that we are rest. longing for rest. That's what we want. Yeah. And whenever we say creating habits, um, what we are really talking about, we kind of broke it down earlier. It comes down to reading, writing, resting, praying. Yeah. Is really kind of the main four that we're going to talk about. Talk about. Yeah. And it. Uh, All of those relate to the very beginning of verse 28. At the beginning of verse 28 is an invitation, Mm. and it just says, come to me. Wow. Come to me, all who are weary, all who are tired, come to me. And guess what? Whenever we read, Mm. right, whenever we write, whenever we rest, whenever we pray, all of those are going to him. Yeah. And that's instruction for us in a busy season. It's really good. Put very, very simply, it's just go to God. Spend time there. Preach it, man. Keep right? going. Keep going, Jay. <laughs> You're preaching this. And I one. mean, really just sitting down, thinking about um, quiet time. Like, I, yeah. that's probably the area that I struggle with the most Yep. in a season of busyness is I'll wake up in the morning. I'm tired because of how long the previous day might have been. And I wake up and I'm just like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll get 20 minutes extra of sleep. Yep. And I'll just, whenever the stillness comes later in the day, I'll take advantage of that time. Sure. But what do I do when the stillness comes later in the day, right? I choose, yeah. I just want to sit down. I want a minute of, yeah. of silence. Yeah. I want a minute of solitude instead of setting that time aside yeah. in the morning to read, Yeah. you know, or to write, to journal, to yeah. pray. And that's such an important time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like just studying, even read it. Like imagine how how I know right now we're we just started a season yeah we did it is extremely comforting and like on it gives me fuel whenever I read come to me all you who are weary and burdened yeah like that should motivate us to read and it's such a it's such an encouraging thing like this is how we learn about the Lord right he speaks to us through his word he teaches us by his Holy Spirit through his word yep and then in that, like we talk about writing, setting time aside. One of the ways that I'm uh, able to experience um, God and feel clo- a closeness to him is through poetry and through writing poetry. So good. Maybe at some point, you know, I'll be able to share some of that on here. But in order to, for me to sit down in a space where I can write, yeah. I have to be intentional about it. Definitely. Like I can't, I can't say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this when I get home at, you know, six o'clock, six thirty after practice, because my mind isn't mm. 
in a place where that can happen. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just so important to create the routine in a yeah. season of yeah. setting aside time to read and yeah. to write. Absolutely. You know, I, I found myself, you know, <laughs> I'm a Bible teacher. Uh, what should I, you know, arguably be doing better than anybody? Probably reading my Bible. And guess what? It's really, really hard to do. Uh, do that, right? It's really, really hard to sit down. Um, really, really hard to sit down and, and, and find that time, even when you get here at 630 in the morning, right? Because all these noises and these voices are still screaming at you. Um, I think I mentioned this maybe last week or maybe it was just to you. I can't remember. Um, but in my classroom the other day, it was on Monday. Um, we, we came in here. The students came in here and, and I told them when they walked in, right before they walked in, I figured out what we were doing for the day, right before they walked in. And, and I told them, I was like, man, I, I almost did notes. I almost finished what we needed to finish up, but I just remembered that we need to just sit still. <laughs> That's yeah. what we did in class. We sat for 25 minutes and we listened to music. I told them the loudest thing I want to hear today is the rain. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear me. Uh, maybe the music playing. That's fine. But the rain, you know, and just sit there and consider what is the Lord teaching you? What is the Lord speaking to you? Uh, maybe open up your Bible and, and, and read a little bit because we forget to do that. I've had to go into a place in life right now where I'm at to where I've committed to getting to school at 625 in the morning with someone else. They get here at this time every day as well. Um, and then we, we commit, get here, sit down in your chair, and, and, and get in God's Word and read. And that's where you find that energy. That's where you yeah. find that, re, you know, that uh, I don't know what, what, what word I'm looking for, but that's where you find what you're looking for. Uh, but you say, come to me. The way that you phrase it, it's like the invitation's there. Hey, come to me. Uh, and that's that time to be able to do that. Just sit down. Uh, I mean, I'll also say this in terms of writing. Uh, the Lord has gifted me just with the desire to write. I love writing. I absolutely love writing. I love journaling. I've got several of them filled up. Um, just whatever might be going on. I'm journaling about it very, very often. And I've found that when I'm not, um, my life seems busier, right? Yeah. You know, but it's just, a, it's just a, an opportunity for me. And I include my students in it too. Hey, just sit down and consider. Just write. I don't really give you, I don't really oftentimes find myself saying, well, I've got to write about this and this and this. No, it's just like whatever you're thinking about, just write. And it's refreshing, really, really yeah. refreshing. It's one of those things where you can find that rest um, accompanied with God's word and a journal and a pen. Um, oftentimes that in a candle <laughs> and an open it window goes a long way. and no lights, that's all yeah. I need. <laughs> yeah. No, that's It awesome. goes a long way. Yeah. No, and I, I love that. I love the gift of writing. I love the gift of words. Yeah, um, me too. And I, it, it, it is refreshing when you sit down and you write about, yeah. you know, it, and when you write, it's just raw. Yeah. Like it is, it is whatever the spirit is leading you yeah. to write down, whether it's a prayer, a poem, uh, whatever it might be, it's just a cool way that God has um, provided for us to be able to experience and spend time yeah. with Him. It's it's beautiful. Um, and I, I want to move on. Another rhythm that we we think is, is just important to be able to create in a season of, of busyness is rest. And it, like, <laughs> tell me about that one. It it's so important to 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 build that in, and and it's built in for us, right? It's biblical with the Sabbath. Like yeah, we want to, we want to be able to sit down and and take a break and 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 rest. And really, if you don't, yeah, like you you can just get burnt out on things. Yeah, like if you're constantly mm, going good. and going and going and going and going, right? You start to lose maybe I don't know if I want to say like a sense of passion 
or a sense of energy about going, but it's so hard whenever you start a season and you're constantly going just to maintain like the same energy level throughout the season. Um, It's, it's so important to create that space. Like if, if you're busy, I know for us with uh, middle school baseball, like using, using that we practice or play Monday to Friday. It's every day. And it's a lot. Right now, it's been a lot of practice. When we come back, it's going to be a lot of playing. Yep. A couple of, I think one Saturday is on the schedule uh, right now, and that's it. But I think it's important on the weekends just to be able to step away from that a little yeah. bit. Right? Yep. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. So, so something that I think about, too. And I may be connecting a point that we want to press in on more a little bit later. But here's the thing that I've learned about rest, and this is what I've learned about it this year. We can rest because God first rested. We're yep. told that in Hebrews. Uh, you know, hey, honor the Sabbath, right? Keep that day holy. Um, we, we, we first rest, and the invitation for us to rest is because God first rested. Um, so I don't know. This is a quick history lesson. The Sabbath day uh, used to be on Saturday for uh, folks in ancient history. Like, that's what it used to be for, for people that uh, practice it. It used to be on Saturday. Uh, they, it has been obviously since Sunday, right? We, we find that on Sundays now for us. Um, and, and here's the deal at the beginning of the week, right? Sundays at the beginning of the week, we can rest at the beginning of the week. I learned this, that my pastor taught me this, uh, because the work ahead has already been accomplished. So we can rest at the beginning knowing that what we do is already, is already done. done. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not, hey, then I can work, 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 and then find my rest. No, I rest now, and then I, you know, obviously go to work and do whatever yeah. whatever else you do. I think that's a really powerful way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, we can do that because God has done that first, and he's done the things that we couldn't. He's accomplished what we could not. He's gone behind the curtain that I could not. Um, and here's another thing I learned about rest. Rest is not just sleeping. No. <laughs> rest is not just napping. Uh, rest is not just sitting still in a dark room uh, or just sitting there at all. Um, sometimes rest is doing things that you really, really enjoy. Yeah. Rest, Jay, I think oftentimes you and I could find rest on the golf course. Yeah, I think you and sure. I, last Saturday, found a lot, or two weeks ago so on, on a Saturday, found really good rest when we went and threw the baseball. I find great rest. Here's something that you guys might not know, might not know about me. I find rest when I'm throwing the frisbee. I find really? rest. I love the frisbee. I find rest when I'm just sitting down with a buddy drinking coffee. You know, yeah. am I legitimately resting? Not really. But am I finding that rest, that comfort, right, that thing that I need? Absolutely. And I think in season, it's hard to find those times, yeah. right? Because what we want to do is like, well, when I'm not working, when I'm not playing, all I want to do is go play the video games. And are those bad? No, right? Is it bad to go nap? Is it bad to, you know, no, I'm not trying to say all these things are bad. But, like, sometimes it's, we need to go do things that we love. Yeah. We need to go do things outside. We need to go do things that we, um, I don't just enjoy. Like, throwing the Frisbee. Like, we need to do that. Yeah. You know, I need to find time for that. Yeah, no, that that's a great point that you make. And in a season, we forget about making time to do that because we just get caught, so caught up in the, in the busyness. And we forget about, hey, what? What are the things that I really enjoy? Yeah. You know, like we we need to make time to be able to go play golf if that's something we really enjoy. Yeah. You know, or to be able to go to the park and go for a hike. Yeah. And just Love enjoy that. God's creation in that setting. Yeah. You know, that's that that's what it's about. Resting you said it perfectly. It's not just about sitting in the quiet. Yeah. That's not gonna fill us up 
or anything. A lot of times it's whenever we get around a really sweet fellowship. That's it. That, and I just love that. enjoy that or spend time in God's creation with the people that we love yep. or doing something that God has wired us to take an interest in and yep. enjoy. Like it's things really that God has wired us to do with the people he's provided us with. So, Those are the things that oftentimes give us rest. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this right now. Like I don't find what we do right here, you know, when we spend a, a handful of hours, um, you know, planning and prepping and writing, I don't really find that to be busy. No. It gives me rest. Yeah, it does. It's one of those things that when maybe I'm not uh, lesson planning or maybe I'm not getting ready for a class or maybe I'm not doing, you know, something school related or baseball related. It's like, man, well, I can go and find this rest working on the podcast. Like, it's fun, you yeah. know, because you and I have found this passion. It's, it's something that you can be passionate about, um, finding rest and then and, and doing it. Like, it, that's yeah. what we need to do. We've been designed to be creative. We've been designed um, to have fun, to enjoy Um you look out the window today, and it's the most beautiful day we've ever seen. <laughs> it looks, I mean, the, the skies are blue. Uh, softball, baseball are going on outside. Um, man, we've been designed to go enjoy that. Yeah. You know? So I don't want to miss that. Yeah. And yet, guess what I do? I go miss it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm not perfect at this, but these are the things that I want to work on. Um, man, there's just so much to enjoy. God has designed us so specifically and specially, uh, uniquely, beautifully, uh, crafted us just perfectly uh the way he he wanted us and i don't want to miss what's out there you know i don't want to miss it yeah no exactly and uh we just we talked about reading and writing earlier and what those look like and coming to god and spending time with him uh what rest looks like and how rest is really a gift to uh that god uses to fuel us to then uh give out and whatever it is that we might be doing the last thing that we're going to really talk about is praying. Yeah. The invitation in mm. Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me. Yeah. Spend time in conversation with our Father. Yeah. Like that is that is huge. Mm. That is that is huge because it's to him that we in verse twenty nine, um or, or in verse twenty eight rather, it says, All who are weary and burdened. Mm. Like when we share our burdens with God, we do that in prayer. That's how we do it. That's how we come to God is in prayer. And it's hard in in season to be able to make time for that, yeah. but it's important that we do. Yeah, it is. I was reading a book not too long ago uh, by Matt Smedhurst and um, talking about just habits that we need to um, just create in terms of when we're reading God's Word. Now, this goes back to the reading, but it says approach it prayerfully. Approach it carefully. Approach it obediently. And, and I can't remember all of them. Uh, without the book right in my hands. Uh, but it, it, it's like, man, be careful uh, and approach it prayerfully. That was the big one that, that stood out yeah. to me. Um, we can read, we can write, we can do all these things. And, man, we find great rest. Um, here, Here's a, a fun little thing that, uh, that reminds me of just what we're talking about. I saw a tweet one time by actually Pastor Scott Sauls, and it was, it was one of the most beautiful I, I had seen uh, tweets crafted together. Uh, and it said, do you ever feel guilty when you fall asleep praying? Have you ever felt that? <laughs> you, you know, maybe maybe you out there have fallen asleep while praying, maybe feel guilty. And he says, now think about how it might feel for a, your father, right, uh, when their, their, their son or their daughter falls asleep in their arms. How might that feel? Uh, just thinking about praying. Like a prayer is a beautiful thing. Uh, the, the idea there is that we get to enjoy time with our Heavenly Father. Right? We get to enjoy time. Um, Man, I, the other day in class, I think I may have shared this last week, but I walked up to, I don't remember if I did or not, um, but I walked over to the door and I opened it and said, guess what? This is the kind of access that we have during prayer. 
what did I have to do? Did I have to knock? Did I have to find the key, put it through? No, I opened it. And that's the kind of access that we have because of Jesus and the work that he's done. I, again, going back to what I said a few minutes ago, I don't want to miss that. And guess what do I do so many times? I miss it. Yeah. I really, uh, these are the things that give us the rest that we need, the, the, the peace that we need. Uh, it makes me think about that text from Philippians right? 4. Uh, I believe it's verse 6 and 7. It, tells, it says, hey, don't be anxious about anything, but by, in everything, by prayer and supplication, uh, submit your requests to God, your prayer. Right? And the peace of God will surpass all of your understandings or transcend your understanding, and it will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Uh, what do we find by prayer? We find that peace, right? Because we're just communing and fellowshipping um, and sitting uh, with our Heavenly Father. I mean, how special is that? You know, Charles Spurgeon has a quote that, uh, that goes along the lines of, uh, hey, let, never let the telephone between you and God cease. Like, it, it ought to never cease. It's a continual conversation. Um, that right there and that alone is so restful, you know? Yeah. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's so restful. And I love thinking about the two passages here, right? The one in Philippians says, right, we'll get peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. The one in Matthew says that we will get rest. Yeah. What two better things than peace and rest? Peace and rest. To be able to have. Amidst the chaos. <laughs> Amidst the chaos. Like whenever yeah. you were in a chaotic place, I would say most people say that those are the two things that they want. They yeah. want rest. They want peace. And through Jesus, those are that's what we have access to. Yeah. And it's not like based on condition, yeah. right? All there is is an invitation yeah. to come to him. Absolutely. You know, we'll, we'll talk more about this in another episode because this is – Jay and I were talking earlier. Um, we want to write a book. We, we want to write a book. And this is actually one of the things I want to write a book on. Uh, and, and it reminds me of Psalm 23. For you guys that know me really, really well, Psalm 23, it, it, it changed my life. It, it's amazing. Um, but this reminds me, something that I wrote in the margin of my Bible years ago, and it says this, uh, we find rest amidst the unrest because of Christ is my shepherd, right? Uh, in the middle of the sheepfold, why can I find rest? When all this chaos and this danger, right, the bears and the lions and the wolves are outside of the sheepfold, why can I find rest in the middle of a, of a fence, right? Uh, because there's a shepherd there. Uh, why can I find what I need uh, when I'm incapable of finding what I need? Because there's a shepherd, right? In the middle of all this unrest, in the middle of all this chaos, right? The busy season, uh, I find this because we ultimately have a shepherd. Uh, and I don't know if there's anything more beautiful than that, right? It says, knowing that we have a shepherd, right? He restores your soul. Uh, he makes you lie down in green pastures. He leads you besides these still waters. He restores your soul. He leads you in paths of righteousness for his namesake. And even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, we don't have to fear anything, this busyness. I think maybe oftentimes we can fear it um, because he's with us. Do you, do you see what I'm saying yeah. here? The beauty of it is that we have a shepherd that's done the things that we couldn't do for ourselves. He's fended off uh, the wolves. He's fended off the bears. Uh, he's done what we couldn't do. And because of that, now I know and can be comfortable uh, because of what he's done. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. I mean, he what a good That's shepherd. rest. That is rest. What a good shepherd. I love the illustration. We've talked about it before in the Psalms of just laying down in green pastures, yeah. being by still waters. Like yeah. I love that imagery because just the imagery of that is refreshing. Yep. Just thinking about that picture in your mind. Yep. Right? Of a green field in this flowing stream of water. Like yeah. that's where God wants us to rest and because of what he has done because yep, he's gone before because he is like you said fended off wolves or whatever 
fears that we can face, whatever stresses we have, man, he's fended all of that off before. Yeah. Like that it's he's done it and he is faithful to continue doing it. Yeah. So that we can experience yep. that that rest. Rest amidst the unrest. I don't know if there's anything to better sum up that text right there than the fact that you can find rest yep. in the middle of all the things that don't seem restful. Yeah. Because of what Christ has done. That's what it comes back to every single time. Every single time. Uh, now, guess what? We can read, and we can write, uh, and we can go have fun and do all these things. But guess what? We can ultimately find that rest because of what Christ has done. That, yeah. That's what it comes back to. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. And it's nothing that we do. You know, I can read and write all, all the time that I want, and that's going to give me this good, this good rest. It will be. But ultimately, I find that because of what Christ has done before that. I mean, yeah. it just always points back to, to Christ. Yeah, yeah. And I always, love that. Always points back to Christ, always points back to yeah. the cross. And I yeah. just, how how the cross, you know, crossed that gap, how yeah. it bridged that we gap. We get a cross with the cross. We have this communion, with with, this communion with God because of what Christ has yeah. done. So yeah. it's I a beautiful thing. So that's, uh, that's a little bit of the what. You know, what are the habits? What are the yeah. rhythms? Now let's get into just briefly yeah. Real the, quick. the how. You know, and I think one of the ways, like you said earlier, that you and I have been able to yep. walk through this and and uh, experience, you know, maybe the process of creating healthy rhythms yeah. is accountability. That's it. One, just do it with people. Do it with somebody. It's so much easier whenever you do it with people. Now, there is value to, you know, having time alone. We're, we're, For sure. There is value to that without a doubt. But even just reading alone and then going and talking to somebody about it. It's a beautiful thing. Whatever you've read, doing this with people is powerful. Like it it, is. It's hard to do stuff on our own. It is. Man, we weren't designed to do things alone. Um, I'm, I'm confident in that. Bonhoeffer's book, Life Together. We'll talk about that in yeah. a whole other episode. Jane, you and I read it um, Great together. Great we read book. it together. Yeah. Uh, and it was amazing. Uh, but I, like I said a, a moment ago, I've committed with, with somebody to somebody in this building to get here in my chair at 625 in the morning. And that is my time when I get here to commit to God's word. Uh, it's really hard to do that. Not, not to getting here in 625 in the morning. That's a piece of cake for me. <laughs> Maybe that's the funny part. The reading is the hard part. But doing it with somebody else, we say, man, are you struggling too? Okay, it's not just me. Let's, let's see, what can we do to get, you know, to do this thing together? right? Um, man, I think it's so much better to do it together. Um, man, you and I, we get to do this thing together. Um, what an amazing gift that that is, right? We told our story. Uh, we met eight months ago, and now the Lord has allowed us to travel this road together. Uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at, right, alone, just without you, and I'll, I'll say that. Um, but we, we've been designed to be with people, you yeah. know? Uh, we've been designed to do it together. This is one of those things that we ought to do together. Uh, find that journey of rest, of peace, of, you know, all these things. Uh, I don't know, together. I think we're, we're much better together. Yeah. No, we are, we are much better together, and that's how we've been designed. And I think in Bonhoeffer's book, like he called it the roses and, roses and, the lilies. and lilies yeah. of the Christian life. Is just doing be, it together. Is doing it together. Yeah. And that is part of how we create these things. I think you're right. Uh, I love, too, the idea, we were talking about this earlier, of amidst chaos, busyness, a season, whatever it might be, taking advantage of stillness. Stillness yeah. is hard to come by. But every now and then we will get these little pieces of time where it's just still, right? When it, whenever it may be for you, maybe it's yeah. in the morning. I know like, for me it's in the morning. Yeah. Like it just, it's quiet. It's still in the morning. Nothing yep, is on my too. mind other than really 
I've just gotten up <laughs> a lot of t- usually it's just <laughs> on funny. my mind it's like I wake up yeah and here I am I'm up I'm tired here we go but there's a stillness yeah. yep. you know there's a certain beauty even yesterday like our power was out from like two to eleven o'clock at night like it, it was out for a while but in that like it was it was good to have a built-in stillness yeah and you don't realize how much you want stuff around you like I'm a big sound person if I walk in a room and there's like a not a TV <laughs> on with sound or there's not music, music. Play, like yeah if there's not music playing if there's nothing like the stillness and the just something being quiet is so weird yeah. to me it's it makes awkward. me honestly it makes me very uncomfortable but with our power being out it's like a good reminder of you know, every now and then it's this is good yeah it is like it's it's good to have that stillness and i guess in us saying you know take advantage of the stillness whenever it is yeah morning evening a gap in your afternoon like take advantage of that yep. run to christ yep use that time to spend with yep. him yep i remember sharing um earlier this year um just with some students at at school uh, about, you know, one of the reasons that I like to get up early in the morning, one of the reasons that I like to do my reading in the morning is because that's when Christ's mercies are new. Yeah. And that's when I need them. Uh, I need them in the morning. I need them in the morning more than any time. Um, now, I need them all day. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, but in the morning, I'm just refreshed by that. Um, and so for me and you, um, you know, and, and that's just an encouragement. Like, man, find that time in the morning and, and you'll be more refreshed. I remember in college, just a quick story before we wrap up this segment. Um I remember committing to 40 days of prayer. Uh, we walked through a book with two of my best friends uh, back in school, uh, back when we were at Sanford. And, and, and a lot of mornings, guess what? I, I woke up, and guess what I didn't want to go do? <laughs> didn't want to go pray. Yeah. Right? Didn't want to get up. Didn't want to go do whatever. Uh, and the days that I did, in the morning, uh, the days that I did, the days that we did, and the days that I did this with guys, the, 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 you know, I did this all together with them, three, three guys or two other guys, um, three total, um, Man, I found that rest, and God, through that time, gave me the energy for the day. I always left feeling refreshed I, every single time. Got there at 7, didn't want to be there, left at 8, 8.39, and man, it was like, this is the best day ever, you know? Because we committed to that in the morning. That's when we felt his uh, most refreshing, his mercies, man. That's when I needed them. Uh, what an amazing thing that that is, that God, his new mercies are here every single morning. Yep. That's every, when I need them. Every <laughs> single he, Every single morning they are new. And that has been the same for every day throughout the entire course of That's his, it. His mercies <laughs> are steadfast. new every, every single day. He is steadfast. Yeah. It was that way this morning. When we wake up tomorrow and our alarm goes off, his mercies will be new. That's it. And to close it out, I love this. Psalm 143.8. It says, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you I entrust my entire life. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Jim. Our entire life, wherever we're at. Yeah. It may look different for you. Right now, it's baseball season for us. Yep. In the summer, it's going to be baseball season, but within a with a different team. You know, we just came out of a season where it wasn't as busy. Yeah. But wherever it is, may we entrust our entire life with the Lord, and may every single morning bring us word of God's unfailing love for us. Yep. And the fact that His mercies are new every single day That's for it. us. That's it, man. Uh, we'll, we'll close with this, and then move on to the next thing. Um, man, because of what Christ has done, guess what we can find? Rest amidst the unrest. Rest amidst the unrest. How about That's that? Right. I love Isn't that, that good? That is good. Awesome, man. Uh, well, hey, let's let's transition here. Um, man, let, let's talk a little bit, okay? Uh, so, 
you guys know kind of the, the, the way we operate in these episodes. We talk with a little bit of sports. Um, then we, you know, talk about what the episode's about. Uh, but today we've got one that we're excited about. Um, this is kind of some, um, I don't know, we can go any direction here. Jay's going to have some opinions. I'm going to have some opinions. Uh, but let me say this. With the upcoming MLB season, uh, spring training has just started. It's just begun. Uh, we've seen some, some changes. We've seen some changes. Uh, let me pose to you guys this question, okay? And Jay and I will discuss it for, for just a few moments. What MLB rule would you change right now? MLB specific, not sports, but MLB specific. What rule would you want to change if you could change a rule? I've got one. It's not even close for me personally. It's I've not close. Wanted, I've wanted this rule changed for a long time. Sure. See, for me, it's interesting because when I think about this question, I think about the rules that were just put in place that I do not like. I don't like the new ones. Okay. Um, man, man, this is a, this is a hard question, but I actually definitely know my answer. I know and mine. You, know, you yeah. do too. Yeah. For sure. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I'd love to hear your opinion. The rule that I want changed, in my opinion, it's the worst rule of all in in all of sports, <laughs> and it's it's MLB all the way down. Every all of baseball uses this. I think the dropped third strike is so dumb. <laughs> I hate that rule. <laughs> like, why in the world, if if you're if you're unaware, drop third strike in baseball if first base is open and batter strikes out, the catcher drops a ball right batter can run to first base sometimes he's safe sometimes he's not yeah it just depends on if the catcher can get it down there or not I hate that rule because in my like why are you going to penalize the pitcher there you go that's what I was waiting for he he has thrown a pitch so good that the batter swung and missed on it the catcher who is supposed to catch it can't even catch it (laughs) and because of of a pitch Uh. that was so disgusting you're going to reward the batter for it and penalize the pitcher makes absolutely zero sense to me. Yep. Should not. I mean, I mean, I maybe you make the argument that it's like, well, it makes a game more fun and gives the batter a chance. Ah. I don't get it. Don't penalize the pitcher for him doing something so good that it screws everybody else up. Yeah. I, I knew you were going that direction. See, why did you choose that one? Because you are a pitcher, I come you're from a pitcher. A, I, See, th- that's the reason you come from that direction, though. It's because you're a pitcher, right? I mean, a batter, they get new life, right? I mean, catcher couldn't catch it. Maybe the catcher sucks. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the the pitch was so bad. I I don't know. You're, I think you're, but that's that that makes sense. You're a pitcher. Drop third strike. Get get rid of it. If you swing and miss strike three, you should be out, no matter what. Okay, that's even if the ball's on the turf and it rolls thirty feet away. Every, Third strike, you should be out of there. You're done. Man, that's a unique one. I haven't heard that one before, being the rule that people wanted to, wanted to change. Um, mine, are you ready for mine, or do you want to keep going? Because no. I feel like you've got more to say. No, I, I could get going for a long time on this. I'll just leave it at strike three, batter is, at, is out. That should be the end of it. That'll speed up the game right there. No drop third strikes. It doesn't happen very often. In middle school, Happens quite a bit. I well, gotta say. yeah, it's like middle but, school basketball. The, yeah, heck, you and I watched a lot of middle school basketball this year, and 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 you know, in professional basketball, there's not a ton of jump balls, right? In middle school basketball, especially like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Well, those are all middle school. Yeah, well, what the <laughs> heck? Uh, sixth grade, seventh grade. There's a lot of jump a balls. So there's not a lot in the in the MLB, but maybe at our age, you do see a lot. So I don't know. Yeah, and to, even that. in the MLB, like if the catcher if the catcher drops it or if it gets yeah. by him on a third strike, usually the pitch is so good. Yeah, that I 
I'll just leave it at third strike. Batter should be out. That's it. That, that's fair. I think that's fair, especially coming from a pitcher. That's fair. Um, all right. So here's mine. Mine is going to be more recent of a of a you know of a rule change. Um, this is the one that I've just been thinking about the most. I've had conversations with people about this already. I do not like the pitch clock. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, I know it's been implemented in the minor leagues for a little bit. What was it? Last year was the pitch clock yeah, I in think there. Last year, but this year, just watching spring training. And having to see pitchers maybe change their rhythm uh, and just work a little bit faster. See, look, I'm somebody that's going to buy a ticket to a baseball game because I love baseball. Not because it's a two-and-a-half-hour game. Not because it's a three-hour game. Not because it's a four-hour game. I don't care, right? Because I love the game of baseball. Uh, the thing that I love about baseball is that it's a, a really a game of rhythms, Right, really, you, you find a rhythm, you'll watch a batter. Uh, me, my rhythm was I undid my batting gloves every time even and tightened them again. Even if they were already super, super tight, I would you know hit the plate, swing my bat a couple times, step out. You just find rhythms, right? Pitchers find their rhythms. Hitters find their rhythms. And now both have to almost quit their rhythm to a degree. To a degree. Don't, yeah, not, to not a entirely, extent. Right, that, to an yeah. extent. Uh, not entirely. Don't hear me say that. But they've got to work a little bit faster. Like the beauty of the game of baseball is that it's a slow game. Yeah, that's what I think. You step off, you get the rosin on your hand, right? Um, I don't know. You step back on, maybe you fix your hair, yep. you, you change some things up, then you hop on the bump, and then you throw. Yeah, right. It's similar to golf in that way. It I is. Think. Like it's a game of rhythms and routines. It is. And the the rhythms and routines are really set in place for each play. Both sports are extremely mental. Really, the rhythms and, mental game. and routines are set in place to help the player lock in yeah. mentally, to be able to say, it okay, is. I have done this, now I'm ready to go. Yep. I know, like, as a batter, it's probably the thing, the same thing. You swing and you miss, then you step out of the box, you do your routine, Every time. you're locked back in. That's it. Pitcher, you just throw a ball, bad call, home run, whatever. You get back on the bump, you do your routine, however, however it is, you know, you tow the rubber. And you're locked back in. That's, That's what those things are for. Yeah. That, see, I don't like the pitch clock. I really, really don't. Um, you know, I think this is my argument. If people are going to these games to begin with, I think they don't. I don't think they care how long it takes. If it's a three-hour, six-minute game, which I think was the average last year, three three hours, six minutes, and I think this spring training, it's like two and a half hours. Yeah, it's it's knocked which more time it's off knocked than what I thought. Forty minutes off. Yeah. And and good for them. But I'm going to a game to enjoy being there the entire time. The experience. I want to go get a hot dog. I want to come sit down, and guess what? Only seven pitches happened, <laughs> you yeah. know, or nothing happened at all. Uh, like, I like that. Uh, I don't know. I like the slowness of the game. I think that's what makes it really, really beautiful. Uh, the pitcher walking around the mound, um, just I, I like the slowness. I really like the slowness, and I don't like the pitch clock. Because now you gotta you got to fight a 15, 20, 25-second pitch clock. Uh, and, and they Which, discipline them. Yeah. They, they either call a strike or a ball. And to me – Guess what you have to get to get a striker or a ball? A pitch thrown across the plate or yeah. a pitch not thrown across what the plate? I, what I am super excited for, and I don't know if we'll ever get this, but a pitch clock countdown by the fans. Like if we get in the playoffs <laughs> like, and we just like you clock. hear 40,000 people like, three, two, one, and then they throw the Every, pitch. That would be electric that in my opinion. That might, that might be the only perk of the pitch clock. That, that would be, be sweet. That would be pretty cool to be able to watch. I can just I can sense it, man. You know, like I'm our not, students. Whenever actually, we go to spring training in a couple, in we a need couple to practice weeks, you, you get it going in Florida, I'll yeah. get it going in Arizona, and we yeah. can report back and see, see how it goes. See, our student section, the thing that, I, that our student section does that I don't necessarily appreciate, it's funny, though, is they'll start counting down the shot clock 
you know, or the game clock. Say the game clock's at 25 seconds. Our kids will start five, four, three. So I feel like that would start happening, you know? Yeah. Pitch clock on 10 and all the fans. Three, two, one. Try to get them to throw it a little bit faster, throw them off their rhythm. Man, it would feel more like, um, I don't know, it feel more like uh, just elementary baseball again. <laughs> just to, I don't know. That'd be funny. Though. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll I, happen. It would, it'd be cool. But you guys, think about that question that you yeah. posed at the very beginning. If you could change yeah. one rule in MLB baseball, what would it be? And we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear them. Y'all send your answers to uh, the Instagram Field of Faith podcast or tell us in person. Uh, we just want to say this real quick, too. Thanks for the guys and, and girls that have been listening. Thank you to everybody yeah. that's been listening. We've gotten a lot of compliments uh, just by word of mouth, and we're so grateful for that. I mean, that makes our day uh, when somebody says that. When somebody says, hey, loving the podcast, or hey, great job. Like, y'all are, y'all are really killing it. Um, and Or hey, I'm really enjoying it. That was really fun. Hey, thanks. I, I, it just makes our day. Yeah, it means a lot. makes our day. And so uh, when you guys follow the Instagram, like any of the small little things, they don't matter. We, heck, we don't even care about the followers. Like we, we don't. Uh, the number, rather. But like when y'all follow, it's like, oh, that's cool. Like they care. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Uh, and so thanks for, for just caring about it. Um, we care about it and, and are grateful that y'all care about it too. So uh, y'all send your answers. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, we would love to hear them. Uh, just thank you guys for your time and kind of in closing, uh, wherever you're at right now. You know, we just talked about creating healthy habits in a season right now we are about to start a season maybe you just came out of one wherever you're at um just listen to the invitation in matthew eleven twenty eight. run to christ come to him yep um to find rest and to find peace that surpasses all understanding those are two things we have access to at all times through what christ has done for us that's it man finding rest amidst the unrest that's right how about that well folks that. thanks for joining us Y'all have fun. See ya.